What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. <laughs> and I'm ZD Donahue. Mallory can't remember to say her name. I can't remember to start the podcast. Uh, but I have a good little intro. So we were about to start recording, and my baby is supposed to go down for a nap right now. Uh, that's why we get to record. That's why we get, well, yeah, so, part of it. You know, anyway. his dad put him down, and then he starts crying, so I go in to check on him real quick before we start. And he is like, can you, you need to take this. And he gives me a thread. It's like it's a serger thread. It's like a serger tail or some kind of thread that was in his bed. And he's like, "Take this." this He's like, "You need to throw this in the trash can." (laughs) He took one off of my shirt yesterday. Now we. He's like, "You got a thread." Yeah, you got a thread. Thread serger tails. He's two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Serger tails are a huge part of my children's lives. Uh, So anyway, I just thought that was a good. a good intro to the podcast that he can't, can't go down for his nap That's when right. there's a surgery tail in his bed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about upgrading machines a little bit. Which we decided there's not, not a good definition to... Definition? Is De- that what I said? No, you said... I think you I, said I said right. definition? Who okay. knows? Maybe I'm not hearing oh, yeah. that. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to say, if you like those episodes where we sort of like rant and we, we go, well, if you like this or if you like this, this is going to be This is probably going to be one. Right, right. You don't like and it. if we're like goony and don't really give you a whole lot of yeah, sewing information, this, this could up. be one. I think we should break this up between a sort of sewing machine and serger a little bit. Oh, that, that's true. Yeah, that. okay. whatever. So I had somebody in the group. But anyway, we. Oh, I guess I did. I just, I, I want to finish my sentence go because ahead. you say I don't finish my sentence. Yes. Plus, I started when I. We did decide before because we never script really. So occasionally we'll have an outline for a podcast, but we never script. But we did talk about this a little bit. We went there. There's no real good way to describe or define 
upgrade to a sewing machine. Yeah, and I think that we've got a like some cool perspective on this because I would help. We used to sell sewing machines right. to people, and really, oh gosh, and I don't know if it is a personal experience or if I just made it that way, but I would definitely. Uh, it, it was different for everyone, and it's going to be different for you. But this can be a good way for you to start, just open up your brain a little bit, thinking about what really an upgrade would mean for you. Right. So when someone says, I guess what we see on Facebook uh -huh. is, here's a picture of my current machine, you know, right. whatever it might be. And I'm thinking about upgrading to this machine. Is this a good upgrade? That's that is not that simple of a question. Right. That said so that, or here's a picture of my sh machine. What do I upgrade to, you know, next? That's not a simple it's question. Not a simple there's answer. not, yeah, there's not, not a, a one syllable answer or whatever okay. to that. So we had somebody say that they were sewing on a wimpy brand name. You know, they mentioned the brand machine and then, you know, then they were looking at this machine, uh, and it was a different brand. It was a different brand, and, and it was brand new. It was brand new. You know. And to my eye, personally, I looked at that machine, and I thought, I don't think that's going to have a lot more horsepower. Mm -mm. I still feel like it was on, like, the lower end of the horsepower spectrum in sewing machine land. And so I said... I don't think this will be that big of an upgrade from right. the other one. That didn't say, and you know what, I, I was not trying to say either of the machines were like bad, right? You know, or anything wrong. like that, or right. yes, because you know we start somewhere within our budget and within our you know willingness to, uh, you know, what we're willing to spend, what we're going to make, etc. And then it was very interesting because we got lots of other comments where someone's saying, "I have this machine and I make lots of bags." Right. You know, um, and then we had some people who said, oh, well, I have like brand B, the new the new machine this person was looking at. And I just love it. Well, within every brand, there are different levels of machines. Exactly. You, know? you can't just say, you know, brand A is the perfect machine, you know. For everyone, because it works for me. Yes, exactly. Right? Um, even though, you know, we... Or at a certain level, because, okay, every manufacturer has like 30... Oh, yeah. You know. Different. The way things right. work nowadays, every manufacturer has all different levels of machines. Right. And, you know, we are sponsored by Baby Lock. Uh, I would not personally want to sew on like the first entry level baby lock for every day of my life because right? i would not want to personally sew on probably any entry level machine That's, every day of my life because yeah. i haven't done it actually here's my problem i've never done it well you yeah you always said i've always had my, my you came from a different time too well right well, you know? i mean my, <laughs> yeah. my machine right now that's sitting down there that is what, 50, 56 years old, 50, 54 years old or whatever that we have yeah. still uh -huh. has multiple stitches. It has multiple feed dog positions. Right. You know, it was a zigzag. Uh, you know, it has more than a lot of machines now. And it had a direct current motor. Yeah. And so. So I was used to this sort of high-end machine from day one. From day one. Yeah. Right. And we sew a lot. And we just sort of talked about this in the 
episode on the industrial machines about mm-hmm. how different machines are meant to take different levels of wear and tear. And do different you know? things, right. Uh, and so that's why people find themselves wanting to upgrade, even right. though that entry-level machine is not, you know, like we said, a bad machine or a wrong machine, but people start to sew and sew and sew and they go forward. So for me, an upgrade on a machine and this is hard right now in a time where a lot of stores might not be at full like opening capacity or maybe you don't feel comfortable going into a store and having the experience of, you know, sitting there at a sewing machine with a salesperson or something like that. Because we have stay-at-home orders in yes. case someone's listening to this in the next decade. Yes. Yeah, that's right. The ne- yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we're almost at half a decade of podcasting. Right. Yeah. Uh so so what would what would be a real definitive thing for me on a sewing machine is the motor, okay? Yes. Now, we call these how we kind of distinguish here is we talk about a direct current motor, and this is the parlance of you know some sewing machine brands. They'll say, "Oh, now we get to here and we have this direct current right. motor," and. I did a broadcast on this way back when the self-sewn wardrobe first started, and I had people listen, and people said they could hear. I did a live broadcast between, it was the Baby Lock Molly and the Baby Lock Sophia, which have different names nowadays. Right. They're they're the same machine, but they have different names. Like the sunshine and the verb or something. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, so this this machine, uh, the the Molly, it was like the third up in the line if you Mm. were going to, you know, go up. So it's like number three. And then... uh, Which was like an entry-level machine. Yeah, we we would call it an Mm entry-level machine, a beginner machine. Right. And I, so I just ran the foot pedal and you could kind of hear it go, hum, hum, Mm hum, hum. Because the current undulates or goes up and down it's not a steady current that is fed to the machine okay okay so who what (laughs) what inventor was that mallory tesla that was tesla okay (laughs) so tesla was the alternating current alternating current guy electricity yes okay so uh, anyway, then I went over to Sophia, which is it is right. the verb now. The other one's not the sunshine. Sorry, baby lock. I don't know what it is. Um, but I ran the foot pedal there, and you just heard right, steady, steady to the metal, right, steady on the pedal, right. So the <laughs> amount of energy going to the machine stayed at a a a specific level. If your foot stayed, you yeah. know, I mean, it's just like, right. so it's like if you put your foot on the gas and you go to 60 and you keep it at 60. Right. Okay. I mean, it almost has right. cruise control if you start So who right? was the inventor that did the direct current, Mallory? Edison. Edison. So we all know those guys, right? Okay. And I guess it's hard because people are like, wait a minute, don't they plug into the same type of socket and blah, blah, blah. Yes, whole That, yes, that has all, to do with voltage. In, okay. Yes, so within, that's a whole different thing, guys. It's within the machine. It's the right. type of motor mm-hmm. it has. Okay. Right. So, um, and I mean, I'm not an electric. But there is a noticeable difference here. So I would tell people when they came into my store, okay, you're, you know, you're looking for an upgrade, and we'd start them off at that Sophia, right? Why? Yes. Why? It, 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 depending on where they were, I guess. You're saying looking for an upgrade. Yes. Okay, right. so let's say upgrade from a more basic or maybe where this person was starting in the group. Yeah, I'm going to drop a bomb right here, right Drop now. it. Okay. The very, very entry-level machine that we had in no matter what line we were carrying or how many lines we were carrying at the time, I rarely wanted to sell. Yeah. I, you know, it was those machines 
are what I would consider sometimes a little finicky. I think they were frustrating. Not durable. Right. So therefore, they became frustrating. That's why I would say to somebody, please don't go to a box store and buy, you know, the $69, $89 machine off the shelf. First of all, you get no service. You get no instruction. Yeah. So then, you know, you can't, like, take the machine back in to the person that's behind that counter in that box store, right, Mm -hmm. and say, look, my my bobbin's bunching up. What's going right. on? Or my bobbin thread's bunching up when it's probably not your bobbin thread. It's probably your upper thread, and they don't know that, blah, blah, blah. So I was afraid. I didn't want people to buy those machines because I was afraid they'd get turned off to sewing. Right, and this isn't – this is a really uh, weird... And this doesn't have to do with brand or anything. This is sort of a cross-brand yeah, to me. this is kind of a funny thing because – a lot of people are like, well, we need, to, it would be nice if sewing was more affordable. Like, let's not tell people they have to, like, buy expensive stuff. Right. And that's why I've said before, I'm like, I wish that the super duper duper cheap thread that is so not great quality won't keep your stuff together. I just wish it wasn't manufactured. Right. You know? I wish like, it wasn't an option. I, right. Yeah, I just wish it wasn't an option. And I guess I don't want to say that for these sewing machines because there are people who are successful with them. We just, I think maybe in our capacity. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, people who right. And I mean, I know people that do, that do us. maybe like craft sewing. Yeah. So they're, you know, may, maybe they're not even sewing a thread. They're just using the punching yeah, of it. Or, right. Yeah. I mean, I, we, we did Doing sell them and we did sell them with confidence to some people, but sometimes it was scary because I was so afraid they would be disappointed. Right. You know, usually I was up at the Molly. Do you right. know what I mean? That's what, you know, and I mean, I'm just being honest. I'm just being as honest right. as I can about this. And I this. didn't, you know, I didn't want to, if that's what someone could afford, we'd make it work. And right. We, we can, I mean, the machines worked. They just didn't right. have some of the things. But that like made I said, the fr- there I I worried about the frustration level. Yes, absolutely. So when someone would come in from okay, they had a machine from a big box store. Maybe they'd start out on the Molly or you know something like that. Okay, the machines that are on that more entry level, I would show them this Sophia or I'd show them the Verve. It was at a really good price point. Okay, it was under a thousand and. It had that direct current motor, okay? So I'd show them. I'd get out my 10-layer of denim sample and show them, and I'd go up, and then I'd start on start straight on the 10 layers, and I would show them this does this job so very consistently, you know? And so that was what I was showing them. However, the funny thing about this machine is it comes with an embroidery unit. Right. Okay, so uh, so sometimes I get somebody who well, said... Well, I think what was funny is a lot of people were selling it as an embroidery machine, and we really and weren't. we weren't. We, we really were didn't. selling it as this great... We sold it as, we also sold it as a good quality... Um, portable. A portable traveling, traveling machine for mm-hmm. people who had humongous machines right. because they were used to a direct current. They were used to that strong so, motor. That, that strong yeah. motor, and if, if you sold them a less of a motor in a machine it didn't matter how many stitches it had or what it looked like or how pretty it was or you know it was like well this is i don't like this why and and, you know they didn't even know why there they go it makes a noise when i start sewing and we go well that's the motor yeah right right so so we so sometimes people will be like wait a minute why are you showing me this embroidery machine and it just happened to be that it was at this really excellent price point with this really excellent motor and then 
So it's got an embroidery unit. So, okay, red, whoa. That's, that was that's, just like extra. Yeah, I, That I, was like a bonus. I would say, I can throw away this embroidery unit and I'd still sell it to you for this right. amount because other brands and machines would have a comparable, you know, motor power uh, in that price range. But when you go up to a machine like the Brilliant, okay, is the current, uh, I think, iteration of this machine. Yeah, is the, that was the Catherine. That machine would be more expensive. It didn't have an embroidery unit. However, it did have that strong motor, and it mm-hmm. did have a little extra throat room. Right. But people would end up going to this machine with this embroidery unit because it was less money. Which, yes. Which is, like, budget is a super important part of this Budget equation. can be, budget can sometimes be everybody's first thing on their list. You know, and that's what, we've often talked about this. When someone came into our shop. Uh-huh. We would interview them right. about how they sewed, what they sewed, what they wanted to sew, you know, or bring in what you're sewing, or what are you sewing on now, you know, because you can't just say, when somebody comes in and goes, I want to upgrade my machine, it, it's not a straight line. Yeah, so... There's that, two, there's little tributaries to go off so into. that throat room. Okay, that's right. a, that is a big thing that would come up for people. Is, right. the, is that throat space, especially if they were trying to quilt their own right. quilt at home? That for a garment sewer, or they were, or, or they were, you know, wedding dresses, something yeah. bulk, anything with bulk. But a lot of times with a garment sewer, they can be happier with not as much space to the right of the needle. Right. Because anyway, because of just how that works. Well, that's know. because a wedding dress is as big as a quilt. Right. Yeah, right. But it, it's thing. nice right. to have it. Right. So if they were really hankering for that, well, then we're showing Hankering. Them. Hankering. Hankering. I've been staying at home with my Woo. husband from Macon, Missouri. Okay. Woo. So <laughs> if they want that throat space. <laughs> I'm, it's good he doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Hankering. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, the accomplished, the Jane that we yes. talked about on the straight stitch. Well, that's got a big old throat area. However, mm-hmm. oh, and a, a gosh, a very strong motor, right? Right. However, only as a straight stitch. And certainly, ah. does, and it certainly doesn't embroidery unless you do free. You can do oh, free you motion embroidery. That yeah, that you can do. Okay, and then we get up into like. Then we're getting into the multi-thousand-dollar machines that have the nice big, you know, room over there. But then the person would not be interested in all the stitches or all the computerization. Mm-hmm. So you have to decide. Um, when we – we've talked about this before about how sometimes you go up the line and the company has just – they've put the features in. Right. And so then you're like, well, I don't care about the 500 stitches. Well, maybe you don't care about the 500 stitches. But when you get up to a machine that has 500 stitches – likely you're looking at a machine that has that stronger motor and it has other things maybe yes. you know it, it it does have the self-threading the needle yeah the needle huge, threader huge it deal. has a um thread cutter or so, something mm-hmm. you know it might have something else that turns you on yes absolutely yeah. so when i i would first for people who are going from a very beginner machine try to get a demo it can be it can be over the phone it can be a facetime i was gonna say and, you can do it absolutely I anybody mean, can make a video and ask yeah, questions about it, it can, there's zoom i mean if i was a dealer right now i'd be zooming like crazy i'd be, zooming the, I'd be called the zoom dealer yeah exactly yeah. um so so uh or 
if you if you're a customer, actually, I kind of thought about this, like doing an episode on how to shop during the pandemic. Yeah, maybe we should. But you know, tell tell the dealer you want these machines set up, and then you right. want to just hear them or something, or ask them about this feature. I think that motor is what's going to allow people to move forward on harder projects. Right. I do. I really do. So here was the other dilemma that would arise. Mm-hmm. Someone would come in who had had a very nice, good quality machine for maybe 20 years. Yeah, 30. 30 yeah, years. Yeah, they have a machine for a long time. And I don't know, maybe something happened to it or they were just in the itch to upgrade because their friend had something or whatever. And they would come in and they would say, or here was this this happened to us. There was at one time only certain machines had a needle threader. Now I think is there uh, is there I mean, any without? I don't know. Some kind of needle yeah. threader, right? Yeah, automatic or manual type or whatever. Uh, but anyway, people would come in and say, I just need a machine with a needle threader. I can't see anymore. It's mm-hmm. frustrating for me. I just need a machine with a needle threader. And they had been sewing on a machine they were otherwise happy with and was maybe, you know, an upper level to high level type machine. And they'd say, just show me one with the needle threader. And I, and I would say to them, okay, but you're going to have to let me talk to you about this. Right. (laughs) Because I can show you a machine with a needle threader and it will thread the needle for you every time, but you will not be happy with how it sews from what you're sewing on now. Right. So just because it has more stitches or it has a needle threader or it has a thread cutter or it has LED lighting, it might not make you happy from what you do have. Yes. Even though your machine is 20 or 30 years old. You've got... These things are can be subtle, and they have to be weighed. Yes, and then people remember what they spent 20 or 30 years ago. Right. And, you know, there can be a big sticker shock, and well, so there's... But that's all relative, you Well, know? see, but that's, that's kind of weird, too, because the very first embroidery machine I bought was like $5,000. Yeah. Had a four-by-four-inch hoop, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, it had a black-and-white pixeled ish screen you know you couldn't even tell what so now if i took five thousand dollars into my i would get so much more now that would have been 25 30 years ago okay yeah five something like that but um so and now it all changes so quickly too you know you interface with your computer all kinds of things now yes but um if, like I said, I actually would be getting more for my money now mm-hmm. than I got in 1995. Right. And you know, that... with that type of machine. Now, right. maybe another type of machine, I wouldn't be getting more. You know, my I have the, the, the um, sales slip on the yeah, machine so that that's... was bought for me in 1966, right? Right. So when you... And it was, it was like $235. So it was really... I, yeah. I think that's what my father might have made in like two weeks or right. something. You know? Right. No, I sewed on it for thirty years. Mm-hmm. So, but go ahead. So, when we when we talk about upgrading and we talk about budgeting, I love budgeting. Um, when we talk about budgeting, sometimes somebody would come in, and let's just pretend that the uh, machine that we were looking at that it's like six ninety nine. They said, "Okay, well, I only have three hundred dollars," and I'm like, "Well, right now." isn't going to make you happy on this, 
you know, like if you maxed out your budget, it's just not even something you should do because the $300 machine is not going to be an upgrade from what you right. bought. I'm you know? afraid if I sell you a $300 yeah. machine, you're going to be disappointed. So I'd say, okay, let's like wait a few months or like, you know, here's here's your price slip, you know, or whatever, your sales quote and everything. Or, you know, maybe we would we would sometimes have like, you know, 0% financing on certain uh, mm-hmm. levels of like if it was low enough, you know, or something like that. So I would, I would often say that. And that actually comes into play big time with, with surgers. the surgers. So we'll take a quick break and come back and talk about sergers. ZD, what's your favorite way to measure yourself? With my easy check tape measure. So tell me a little bit about this. It's the only way to measure myself, I why, think. Why is it so magical? Well, because there's a slide on it. Uh-huh. You actually snap one end of the tape measure into the back of the slide, and then you fit it to the measurement, and then you can unsnap, and the slide remains... On the place that you've measured. So if you're trying to measure your arm. Right. Or your underbust. Right. Or your thigh. Or your head. Or your head. Oh, yeah. The head. Definitely. Well, and, (laughs) you know, measuring yourself is one thing. But even measuring somebody else, what it does is it marks the spot, basically, where the measurement is. And so if I'm – and this happens to you that – you're measuring somebody, and they start talking to you, and you're like, was that 21 or 23? Oh, my gosh. Right. And where with this, you know, it, it, the slide has marked it. I also have heard feedback from customers who say, I am sending this to my daughter or, you know, so that she can measure my grandchildren, That's and it will right. be accurate. Right. Right? Well, we've actually had trainers, too, Yep. that, that bought these, you know, for their customers or they themselves use it for their customers or it was a male trainer and a female client. Uh, He didn't have to put his hands on the person or whatever. Also, this tape measure, when you use it with a snap, it's impossible to work from the wrong side. That's the other thing I was going to (laughs) say. You can't measure from the 60 end. You have to measure from from the the one end, zero zero end. And I said 60, but... Um, you know, it also has the millimeters on the other side, too. So yeah. you, you've got... Um, you have imperial, imperial and you have metric. Metric, uh, right. And so the easy check tape measure makes it very simple when you are trying to measure yourself uh, and you just don't want to be fumbling around. Well, and I think... You know, the thing is, don't order one. Because if somebody sees it, a husband or a daughter or just a friend, I mean, honestly, at Christmas time, I would put this, like, in almost everybody's stocking stuffer. And I think it's a great thing to, like, send away to college with people, things like that. Where you you want something measured. Well, if you're interested in your own easy check tape measure, you can see a video on how it works at sewhere.com slash tape measure. And you can check it out for yourself. Sewing out loud. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. Okay, ZD and I are gonna have to get over our big bias here. Or no, we don't. No, some biases are good. It's a good bias. It's a good bias, but they're. They're good habits and like, bad habits, good what, biases, bad biases. What comes immediately to my mind is there's got to be more to say than what comes to immediately to my mind. Because when I think about upgrading a surgery, I'm like, just save till you can get a self-threading, yeah. self-tensioning baby lock. And that's you know why <laughs> You know why we say that? It's because it was our experience. No, it really is. Because they're such good we, we would We would even have people... That would come to us and say, I'm looking to upgrade my surgery and I'm looking at yours. Here yeah. are the baby lock and I'm I'm looking at brand B's and brand P's and all the, you know, whatever. And brand P is going to give me this and give me some thread and, and so and so. And they're, you know, okay, yes, you know, whatever they give you, yes, you know, we can give you. But ours does cost more. Yep. But it does more. And I guarantee you happiness with this machine. Okay. Yeah. I could guarantee people happiness. You really, I, you really could. And we had people. Most people bought from us. Okay. Yeah. Most people did. We even had people that came in and wanted to buy machines of ours that didn't have the self threading and the um, self self tensioning and all this. And we'd say. We'd look at them and we'd go, we don't think you're going to be happy. You need to go save $500 and come back. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that would happen too, that's honestly. That's where we left this off. Which makes us not a good salesperson. Yes. Because, you know, if you've <laughs> ever been in sales, you're supposed to grab the sale. And if, you know, because that woman would have bought the other one. And we would have had her. We, uh, we, were, we were terribly ethical it was no, terrible it was just awful ethical and the fact that we wanted to put the best sewing things right. in people's hands um okay this happened, well we didn't want people to be unhappy this happened yeah. with sergers a lot yeah. however okay so the the self auto tensioning uh self-threading sergers from baby lock right um starts off it's not called the imagine anymore um but it would start off around the imagine Did the elite no what is it? It's I can't not remember. the elite. Acclaim. Acclaim. It's the acclaim. Yeah. Okay, so it's the acclaim. Below that's the eclipse, which is probably not called the eclipse anymore. Probably not. So a lot of times, uh, the eclipse doesn't have auto tension, so it have the right. no it threading has the, order. It has the tubular auto threading, right, right. and all that. Uh, but most often, people would go up from there. Right. They were willing. They were willing to stretch their budgets. Okay. And like I said earlier, you know, the sample we were working with were people who were ready to come to a dealer. Right. You know, uh, not everybody's ready to go to a dealer. They're perceived as more expensive, which they absolutely can be. Um, but I did have to learn some of the lower end surgers, and I actually found them less 
terrifying than I thought. Mm-hmm. There is a surger by Baby Lock called the Vibrant. Yeah. It used to be called the Lauren. And I was like, oh, man, you know, I'm I'm the most spoiled person in the world with sergers. No, Joanne was. Remember? No, I've been no, so annoyed you, since I was But five. do you not remember yes, the she fit was, she no, had? She She's like, why would anyone own <laughs> one of these? This was, this was our software teacher who, of course, had, like, all of our machines, too. And, right. But she had a time uh, evolve i think serger she started off she she started off with an evolve yeah yeah she did good deal yeah she started off i think with the evolve okay and she would go to baby lock tech with us and she would take the required classes that we would have or whatever and one of them was i think on the lauren no it was was, lower than that whatever it was (laughs) and mike we could not shut her up for two days every time every time every time we'd sit down to eat or something she goes why would anyone she was just like (laughs) appalled that she had to waste her time threading this machine (laughs) so but you know, we all start somewhere. Right. And if I was gonna. But it go, was funny. Okay. <laughs> if I was gonna go start a hobby, me like right now, actual Mallory. Okay. Let's pretend I want to get into weaving. Actual. Mallory. Actual Mallory. This isn't hypothetical. Let's pretend I want to get into weaving. I would go to a reputable person. There's like lots of weavers in this area, and I would say I would like the. Uh, a loom that will let me do the widest fabric possible, but will fit in my budget. Okay. And I would be willing to listen to somebody say, you know, you're just not going to be happy with this loom here. You should go up to this loom. And I would listen. However, I would still have my budget. And so I would find the equilibrium, you know, between the two. And I would believe that person. Well, you would find your happy space. Yeah, yeah, you would find your happy space. But I would believe that person. That right. They, they, like, let's say, you know, I could spend 300 but they were telling me to buy the $600 right. one. And I'm like, well, I just cannot do it. And I would like to start. And I would listen and I would believe them that I would right. have been happier with the $600 one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that, act- that hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure it will someday. Uh, so- well, and here's my experience. So I was into selling sewing machines, right? Right. When the tubular threaders came on. Yeah. Right. And Exciting which is self threading. Yeah. And they had the, they had this it was a basset hound, picture of a basset hound, and they were blowing air through the, the sewing machine and his ears were flying. Right. Yeah, it was really cute. It was they had that for a long time. It was very cute. But here's what's funny is I was sent to learn the new machine. And I'm like they can't sell this for this. This is well. Be- you've been sewing on. Yeah, you're not the spoiled person that right. I am. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, I have sewn on every yeah. kind of serger on earth, uh. probably. You know, and and I even had an old baby lock, like a non. You know, uh-huh. okay. So I'm like, they're not going to be able to sell this. I can th- look at how beautiful my rolled hem is yeah. once I get it. But <laughs> I mean, I I mean, okay, I could. I could thread a serger and troubleshoot a serger probably faster than anyone that I ever Z- met. Z- okay, Z- the fastest surge in the West. Exactly, you know. surging, surging, surging. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> keep that baby surging. So anyway, um, I go, and I have to eat my words. I, I mean, I was like, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's and done. of course. Now, don't tell anybody this, okay? But when we, I would go to those classes and supposed to learn the machines or be a baby. Sometimes I didn't do exactly what the instructor said. 
I would do other things. I don't know if any instructor <laughs> listens to this. But I think, uh, I'm going to say her name again. I think Candace listens. Candace knows we are the most terrible students. <laughs> and we did an episode on class etiquette. And we're probably, we do not, we're, but I don't, we're not loud about yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't tell people. I'm interrupt. No, I don't, I don't go, hey, you can do this. I just do it. Yeah. Okay. I don't tell anybody <laughs> that I'm not doing what they're doing. I just do it anyway. But I started putting different threads through it and I was freaked. Yeah. Just like in my glory and all these things started churning in my head, like what I could do and everything. And like I said, you know, I came back and I ate my words and everybody's like, so, and I'm like, well, we all need one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I had the experience of being super duper spoiled and just being like, just buy a baby lock, you know, the self-threading and the auto-threading or it's not worth it. Well, okay. I, there is a very insistent customer who wanted me to teach her how to use your surgery. I don't even know if there was a brand on this thing. And it was old. all made by the same company anyway. Yeah, you know, it had, anyway, it was awful. It had a terrible owner's manual. Okay. And I said, no, private lessons are $40 an hour. And then she paid me for it. So I had to teach her. And it was so frustrating. And then really... I worked on other surgers. And then that Vibrant did have things about it that made it more user-friendly, for sure. Mm -hmm. But, like, below that, I was sort of like, go up or just stay. So when someone came in and they had $400 or $500, I would say, I would really recommend that you save for the rest of this purchase. Otherwise, and so it's not saying, oh, it's not worth it to get something or your money's no good here or something like that. It's saying, I want that money to go to something that's actually an upgrade because you could just throw $400 away. Well, and, 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 and it's it's also being truthful. Yeah. We have the product you think you want. Right. But we really think now we know after talking to you that we know the product you should have to make you happy. So, you know, it wasn't like we were making the decision for the person. No. It's just that we were enlightening them, I guess. I mean, uh, I, I mean, it was after talking to them, you're like, you're not, we knew they weren't going to be happy. Okay. So with surgers, the motor thing applies as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can listen to a surger and you'll hear the hum, hum, hum. Or you will hear the hmm as you start the foot pedal. That's right. Okay, uh, that you can get up to that consistent, you know, speed. Uh, And then you will see how to thread it. Okay, so I'm being, I'm, I'm coming off the baby lock, you know, pedestal here. And you need to have somebody thread it in front of you. From the ground up. Take don't take your own scissors and cut the threads. That would that would be aggressive. Uh, but have them cut the threads and thread it from the ground right. up. And people can get nervous in front of you, and it does. It will right, take more right. than five seconds if it's not a self-threading surgery. Right. I mean, it won't. Right. But if you watch between models, you'll see the differences. There are some surgers that are engineered to give your hands more space mm-hmm. to get to the loopers, et cetera, et cetera. And that vibrant has it has this nice little lever that helps you thread the um upper looper right the upper looper of a serger is often hidden a little more than the lower looper it's like it's kind of behind some stuff okay am i saying that wrong you're backwards i'm sorry i'm yep. sorry excuse me lower looper usually sorry. you see the upper looper excuse yeah. me uh so see how accessible that is for you to thread so motor accessibility of threading mm-hmm. um 
Or what happens if I don't have, uh, can I, you know, can I use the serger with, what about decorative threads? Yeah. What about different, what if I only want to change one thread? What happens? Ask those questions. Don't just sit down to a serger and they go, this is the pretty stitch and that you will, and, and that's it. That's right. You really need, honestly, you, this is funny. Sewing machines have more to them. But I think you need to ask more questions about a serger, honestly. Yes. Um, you know, sewing machine, I think most people are more familiar with, too. Right. And how it works and a everything. Lot, you know, and that, that would often be a lot of times people are like, I'm exploring sergers. And then I'm showing them this baby lock and they're like, oh, my God. Right. You know, like, yeah. Um, so that that is something yeah. uh, to keep in mind. but. There is with serters, sometimes you will get those that have a five thread that may include the cover stitch. Right. So that's another thing you can do. Right. So you have to, you have to, you have to think about, uh, you know, all of the possibilities. Okay. However, if you, you know, remember what you spent on your last machine. And then if you're upgrading, really look to see if you're getting a better experience just because you're paying more doesn't mean you're getting a better experience as Mallory says. Or that it's new. Right, okay. just, like, because just because it's, it's right. When so, we used to have people come, or and there was a time, there was a time when husbands would come in to buy oh. a sewing machine for, you know, a and spouse. Sometimes it was fun, but they'd come in and they go, "I just want to get my wife a new machine." Yeah, and we'd say, "Well, do you know what she's sewing on?" Well, I don't know, but she makes this, and I'm like, "Well, it well." I just want I just want to spend you know two hundred and fifty dollars for a Christmas present and, and I was like, I would suggest you not do this. Yeah. <laughs> I would suggest you give her a two hundred and fifty dollar gift certificate because for two hundred and fifty dollars he might get something that was way below what she was sewing yeah. on. Just a, it might be a little bit newer, a little bit shinier. It had a you know it might be lighter. And easier to carry. Yeah. We had people that would come in and say that. I just want a sewing machine I can carry. You know, that happened too. But so, you know, it's it's almost like buying a car or something. It's just so much more complicated. Yes, you know, it is. it's not just is it new? Is it bigger? Is it better? Does it have more? Yeah. So when you are, um, you know, when you're when you're looking for that upgrade, you might have saved up some money. But make sure that you're spending it. You know, maybe you need to wait a little longer. Well, or, and, and or, decide what what you mean by upgrade. Yes, exactly. Do you by upgrade? Do you mean you want a embroidery machine? Do you mean you want decorative machines? Do you mean you want a machine that you know will pierce through all that denim or pierce through anything? Do you want one with a bigger throat area? And that is one reason I like. I mean, there are a lot of reasons I like our group. However, this is a really great point because we we know what we'd recommend to you, of course. But I've almost stopped being like, just go buy a baby lock, of course, because I'm like, <laughs> we've made it known. All right. But other people can give input. They can say, I have had this surgery. I was satisfied. Right. I have had the surgery. I was not satisfied. And you can get input from a lot of different people. So people, So I'm saying, I don't think that this machine would be an upgrade, but maybe I am wrong. I haven't sewn on it. Somebody else comments and says I've made bags or whatever. Right. So if you could be as specific as possible, I want to go through you know four layers of canvas um i or i want to be able to thread my serger in under a minute or something like that you know if you have those things in mind maybe since we have thousands of people in that group people can tell you 
yes, I've done that with this machine or no, I have not done that with this machine. So when people, so some things can be true on their, on the surface, but they're not always true all the time. When someone says the vintage machine is much better. Now, I don't know what vintage means. Okay. Okay. That's a real arbitrary uh, statement too, but you know, all the, the old machines are better than the new machines. Some of them are. Depends but on it, which old machine you just and which new what machine. What level are you talking about? <laughs> right. It's just, you know, I mean, I've seen machines that look like toys that are brand new. That, you know, look, I wouldn't, that I wouldn't even want a child or to try I've and an, so on. I've seen an old machine and, like, pieces right. of the gears are falling out of the right. top of and it. And then someone talks about, oh, this is a great machine. And you're like, well... If you can find well, replacement parts, uh, I guess. I can't remember who said this, but I think they're a longtime member of the group. I was doing those rope bowls. Right. Okay, and they said, this might be a good thing for a vintage machine. And I said, well, it needs it needs to be a machine that can go through this. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, here's the other thing. A lot of vintage machines do not have the clearance under the presser right. foot, okay, that new machines, the presser foot does not go up as high. So be careful what you're recommending to people too. And I was so, you know, I would not have included this kind of detail in another time. Like, you know, we're, we're going through this pandemic. But I said, if you test this and it seems like your machine can't handle it, don't do it. Or right. don't do the decoration where you start to get more layers. Right. Uh, and I said, keep your foot level at right. all times, etc. I was giving some of this advice I don't think I would normally give. And so anyway, it's just... Yeah, saying that about a vintage machine is, uh, it can be a little bit too broad a brush to use. Well, it's like anything. You if know. you say, well, old shoes are made better than new shoes. No, not always. Which old shoes? Which yeah, new which shoes? new shoes? You know, I mean, come course. on. You yeah. know, it's just, uh, yeah, you, that's a really, I just think that that's, and like I said, it could be true. Well, you know, but, the ladies, you know, we're we're kind of big promote proponents. I feel like, you know, if you just ask us our personal opinion, we like newer machines. The parts are more available. You know, blah blah blah. They there's, sew faster. There's lots of reasons for that. However, they sew faster. However, <laughs> there are some machines that we're sewing on now that are from the modern era, but um, they are getting older. Yeah. And, like, you're, you know, we sold, like, the older versions of our sergers. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, 15, 20 years old, getting old there, still working. Is that vintage? You know, like. Yeah, I don't know what vintage is. So, right. so, mm-hmm. so would I. If it's metal, if it's got a metal casing, does that make it vintage? Right. You exactly. know. Exactly. I um, mean, if, it's, if it has the plastic case, casing, are we deciding now that that's not what's vintage? Whatever. I don't know. No, we don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh. You can upgrade. Well, this is a, a topic we didn't talk about a lot, but sometimes you can upgrade to a used machine. Well, I was just going to say yeah. that sometimes you may come in and your new machine is someone else's old machine. Yeah, if they pre-loved or whatever, upgraded or something. Sometimes that can happen that you get mm-hmm. some of those features, and that would happen with at the store. We we would get that, you know. Uh, where people would be coming in and they were we, wanting to buy something new, but we had something that yeah. was Well, we could expensive. sell baby like surgers before they got traded oh, in. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> before but they got traded sometimes in. Sometimes the feature they were looking for right. was on that used machine. Right. 
but it wasn't on, you know, the, the other right. upgrade option. So uh, that that is a – it's really good to have that idea of what you want. And, you of course, you don't always know specifically, but think about it. I was making a corset, and I couldn't do this, or I was right. making a bag. So I guess what – now that I've listened to us sort of through this, yeah. maybe upgrade is just a poor word to use in this case. Maybe it is I'm looking at – for a machine that's going to serve me better. Because upgrade is just such a non-specific word. Sublimation. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think what you need to do is go in and say to your dealer or whatever, whoever you're asking this of is, I'm sewing on this and it doesn't do this for me. So I'm looking for a machine that does what my current machine has plus this and this and this. Right. I think I think that's where we're coming from. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, thank you all for listening. And I think this is just getting to know your sewing self well, you know, uh, and maybe taking into account a little bit of the experience and expertise we have. But right now it is so very easy to research on the Internet and get some, you know, personal testimonials or feedback that I do think that's a, a highlight of the 21st century. You know, you can contact so many more people with questions like this. You got anything else to say? Well, I guess what I would like to say is if you're frustrated by this specific podcast. <laughs> we get it. It's fine. We understand why. <laughs> but we also do believe that um, we have made it, right? Because we just recently oh, learned yeah. that someone named their little puppy after me. Yeah, so what you're saying is like, if you don't like this podcast, we don't care because someone named their dog. After ZD. Right. And then someone else's five-year-old was sitting on the potty singing Mallory's theme song. You know, I forget about the theme song. <laughs> but we don't all, hear it. You all might right. not know this, but every time we sit down, we don't play. <laughs> <laughs> Although, maybe we need a button in here. But, but, I, yeah, you know? but I guess this little, it was a little boy, I think. For some reason, I think it was a boy. I don't know. But he was like... What so, 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 so. Um, we have, I've gotten other. Sewing out <sighs> I've been notified about other children right. singing it, but the dog thing. The is dog new. thing. I am honored. It's new. I am totally honored. Okay. Honored. So we don't care what anybody thinks so about it anymore. So, if you don't think we've made it, we really you're have. Wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we hope you're staying happy and healthy. And uh, ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.